Welcome to Corizant Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is Billy Biggs. Billy Biggs is the Vice President of the Public Sector, leading all go-to-market initiatives for the public sector team at WalkMe. Billy is a software executive with over 25 years of experience in software and technology companies, including sales, professional services, consulting, and operational roles focused on enterprise technology, supporting Fortune 100 and public sector clients, including federal, Department of Defense, state and local governments, higher education, K-12, and nonprofit institutions. Prior to WalkMe, he served as the Vice President of Public Sector at Cornerstone On Demand, a global leader in SaaS for talent management with 75 million users in 192 countries, responsible for all client-facing functions within public sector and healthcare. Billy is a recognized leader in managing high-performing sales and professional services teams focused on cloud and SaaS deployments. Well, good afternoon, Billy. Welcome to the show. Hey, Brian. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thank you for making the time today. I appreciate it, Billy. We just really want to learn a little bit more about you, get your story recorded and published and out to this global audience. So again, thank you for joining. Billy, we're going to just jump right into the questions here. Let's talk about your career a bit in technology, project management. You were senior executive and now the vice president of public sector at WalkMe. Could you share with our audience the secret to your career growth and what inspires you? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. I think that for me in particular, you know, a lot of the inspiration that I carry pretty much every single day comes from the fact that I get to work with my team solving the most complex problems in IT and enterprise technology in the public sector space. So, you know, every day I get to wake up and I'm generally excited about the opportunity to discuss challenges around digital transformation and customer experience, which is really the intersection that WalkMe has operated in for a long time. I had an opportunity to build out this team from scratch two years ago, which was certainly one of the more difficult things I've done in my career. Challenging, nonetheless, it's been super rewarding to date. I think when I talk about my career growth, I've taken sort of a non-traditional path pretty intentionally. So as a sales leader, a GM, if you will, you know, I didn't kind of grow up in the, in the BDR inside sales space and kind of work my way up to an account executive responsible for selling to a territory and then a sales director, so on and so forth. Uh, after business school, I had an opportunity actually to work with some of the largest federal systems integrators uh, in more of a professional services consulting role. Actually, it was right after 9-11, working out of the Pentagon. So it was super exciting, supporting the government mission, the warfighter in particular. And I just kind of fell in love with the ability to provide value to the federal government, right? solving some of the most complex problems. From there, I, I did a variety of different things, always moving into roles to do more or kind of uh, aspire to you know broaden my abilities. I did business development for a while where I was responding to large RFPs for the government, which is an extremely timely task. I did not like it at all at first, but I got really good at it and uh, kind of moved into a variety of other roles, leading services teams, professional services teams, and ultimately sales teams. And when I got a call, like I said, about two years ago to come build out the WalkMe capability in public sector, I jumped on it because just a tremendous product in this space. That's awesome. And I do appreciate your diverse skill set and where you've been and, and you bring a lot to the table, especially around the area of innovation, uh, digital transformation and could be a customer experience. At the end of the day, that's really, really important. So thank you. Billy, talk to us about WalkMe's no-code digital adoption platform that leverages data, allowing organizations to take immediate action 
to simplify user experiences across enterprise applications. Yeah, super excited about just the product in the space, like I said. And you know, I'll be as bold to say that digital adoption really as a category of technology is likely the most dynamic shift in innovation the government has seen since the cloud itself, right? I know that's bold, but what we're seeing is obviously it simplifies the user's experience across the tech stack, which the government's tech stack is enormous. There's a lot of shadow IT out there that even CIOs aren't fully well-versed on what people are using. For us to go in and tell CIOs exactly uh, what people are using, where they are getting hung up in the application, every single workflow, super powerful value proposition, right? And so if I think about the broad things in digital government, digital services around customer and employee experience, post-pandemic, there's a, there's a large emphasis around federal, state, and local government officials solving those problems for both employees and constituents. Technology or legacy modernization is a big one, right? So if you think about specific technology or applications that can't be replaced with COTS products, we've been playing really well in that space. And probably something I'm, I'm most passionate about and, and one of the issues that I have been on the forefront trying to solve for 15 years coming from HR tech is how do you improve the government workforce, right? How do you get the younger generation excited about being a government employee? Well, for me, it starts with the with the tech stack, right? And so they, millennials, Gen Z have zero patience for technology that's inefficient, not productive and causes operational drag, right? And so they want the experiences that they have in their home life, whether it's Spotify or Netflix. And so for us to really kind of be on the forefront to really operational with the tech stack and, and make it a better user experience to ultimately draw in the younger workforce that are going to be at the forefront of policy and execution for the next 30 years. That's super compelling and I'm something I'm very passionate about. That's awesome. And, and we can tell the passion we hear in your voice. We don't necessarily have to see you to know that the, the work that you're doing is just simply amazing. And I know it's going to just excel and be very successful because of the passion you have for that. So thank you, Billy. Billy, we do talk about tech quite a bit here on this platform, especially on the emerging tech side. So we like to ask, uh, you're obviously leveraging some of that new and emerging tech in your tech stack. Is there anything you might be able to share with us today? Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, the technology that, that WalkMe has new category is super exciting, but uh, I don't think any of your audience would be surprised when they hear the, the new buzz in AI across the board, right? And so it seems like every company, every AI company out there, there's tremendous hype, there's tremendous vendor blur, right, around AI in particular. And, and for me, and I'm going to date myself a little bit here, I, we saw this with the cloud in like the late 2000s, right? So every single independent analyst came out talking about the cloud, what it is and how organizations are going to benefit from going to the cloud. Well, I can tell you that was, you know, 15, 17 years ago. And I still see organizations, even in the government, going to the cloud now, right? So I think there's a lot of hype. I just offer this to your listeners, you know, whatever the tech is from the perspective of either AI or brand new category. I think it's always important to understand what specific problems that you're going to address by acquiring it, right? Specific to the use cases, the benefits, the reduction, elimination of issues. For me in particular, I, I don't know if AI is quite there yet. Obviously, some of the automation I think is well understood. But when I see some of the AI company valuations out there, it's absolutely a third. And there's not a lot of insight, at least from my perspective, into what those organizations are actually solving, right? And so I would just caution your readers a little bit to always go back to the use cases and the, and the benefit and or problems that that tech is solving, no matter how innovative or thinking it might be. Thank you. That's some great insights. And yes, there is a lot of hype around some of the conversational AI. Now, some of it's very good, of course, 
but we obviously need to again step into this slowly make sure that uh, whatever we're building we're getting the the right ROI and and we are still providing that great customer experience Billy last question of the day could you share something from your career experience that might be helpful for those listening to grow their career in either tech or leadership yeah you know just in my experience where I am right now I, I guess I've gotten here in a couple of different ways one is I always knew early on out of business world that I wanted to be a leader. If I'm coaching any individual contributors or ICs on the path to leadership, I think there's a couple of things, right? First is, you know, it's a lot more difficult to be successful as a leader than an individual contributor because you don't own your own success at times. However, I've found that success as a team is much more rewarding. And when you become, you know, a leader, you're now responsible for the success of that team versus just yourself. So I've I've led teams and, and a variety of functions my entire career. One thing that really has helped me in leading people is what I call situational leadership. And that's just, as I think about any goal or task that we're on the hook to, to deliver, is the competence and commitment of that person in that goal or task. And the easiest example I have on that is a new employee, right? So you have a new employee to the team, obviously their commitment's really high, their competence is pretty low. And so how I need to coach and mentor that person is going to be materially different from someone that's been in the organization for four or five years, which is probably more on autopilot. That's just from a leadership perspective. I, I, I don't think sometimes it's for everybody. I have a couple of new leaders that I think are finding out how difficult that is. But like I said, it is, it is certainly much more rewarding in my view. As far as just folks looking to grow their, their career in technology, I, I think the one thing I would say is be very curious and ask questions to your peers and other functions. And what I mean by that is if you're an account executive in the sales function, really have a, a solid understanding of what a day in the life might be for a professional services consultant, right? What their goals and objectives are, where their obstacles are. For me in particular, one of the things that I, I spent a lot of time maybe four or five years ago is understanding what our CFO cared most about in, in unit economics, right? And the health of a, of a healthy SaaS business, right? So even though I didn't sit in finance, it was imperative for me to have a full understanding of the direction of the organization where it was going. I didn't have to do that. I mean, it, it was, you know, I was doing my job very well, but I was curious about what it took to get to the next level from an organization perspective. And until I sat down with VPs of finance and our CFO to fully understand that, I did not have a full perspective on kind of end-to-end business, which ultimately led more of a GM type approach to what really matters and how we execute and go to market. On, on how that moves the needle. So perhaps those are two pieces of advice from a career in technology and leadership perspective, Brian. Thank you. That's awesome. Reflecting back on that leadership piece, uh, I would fully agree with the sentiment there about leadership can be very, very rewarding. On the flip side of that coin, as you know, it can be very challenging, but we certainly appreciate both perspectives today. Billy, it was a pleasure having you on today, and I look forward to speaking with you real soon. Thanks, Brian. Appreciate it. Bye for now. 